starring Ben and Josh. Hello, and we're here, and we're we're fading it out, fading it out. We're just fading it out a little bit. No, we're just gonna have it kind of kind of underneath our intro, just a little <laughs> a little music underneath our intro. Hey, hey, what's hey, going on, everybody? Hey. I'm here once again with hey. my very good friend, best friend in the world, Joshua Anthony DeVisa. Hey. hey All right. Hey. Uh, what's going okay. on, buddy? Nothing. I just watched a movie today. Was it good? No. It was, was bad. It, was it was it bad or was it just like I mean it was it was just it was a movie. It was just a I movie. Know, I was so disappointed. It was just a movie. There is nothing that I can say about it, to be honest. Just let's just end the podcast here. There's nothing you can really say. It's just it. It's just it. It's just a, it's just it. So of all of all the movies that uh, that we have watched and reviewed on this program, this when it's convenient, I don't I don't know that there have been any that have been as you know kind of just like inoffensive. And just sort of there as this film. It's the like, most movie movie I've ever seen. Like that's yeah. the, I, I, I literally like can't have an opinion about it. Like it's just a movie. Like it's just it. It's it started and then it ended. And I have and I had no feelings the entire time. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty, pretty solid review. I think we can probably just wrap it up here guys um, <laughs> that was when it's convenient tune into war the presidents we upload every friday <laughs> mm, um i'm sure we uploaded one friday uh yeah i think we usually upload on um on wednesdays but uh well there you go i mean just That's goes to like show you, you just you just you just don't understand the where the president's upload schedule <laughs> i do not i definitely do not I mean, it's pretty easy to follow because um, it's exactly the same as this show. It's just literally when, when it's convenient. Like it. Yeah, yeah, it's, true. There's no schedule whatsoever, um, except so, for when we live in different parts of the country. The, yeah, this movie was called Arctic Dogs, and it stars an Arctic dog, um, and well, he's a fox. He's not fox. a dog. Um, so really kind of the title of the whole film is awfully misleading because there are, there are some wolves, you know, but they're, they're barely in it really. Yeah. It actually took me a minute to, and I know like the movie starts with the fact that he's a fox and like kind of focus on that, but I don't know if I just kind of like glossed over it or whatever, but it took me kind of a little while to realize that not all the animals were dogs. I don't know. They, they're very like honest about that. It's not hidden, but it was like definitely about 15 minutes into the movie before like it hit me that like, oh, wait, this isn't just about dogs. I'm not yeah. saying that's a good thing, but like I definitely like, I don't know, even though I was watching the other animals that were not dogs <laughs> and they were very like the first like lines of the movie was like, I'm an Arctic fox. I don't know. I just for some reason it like title i just was like yeah he's an arctic fox but like a dog arctic fox and like yeah yeah, that's that's a mouse but it's the dog that's a polar dog of course yeah yeah right so i was like they're all dogs and then and then when it was like you're just a fox or whatever i was like oh he's not a dog 
the rest of them aren't dogs either. There's only like three dogs in the movie. Yeah, there's there's a solid three three pepperonis. Yeah, in the whole in the whole film, in the whole flick. Um oof. Oh nice. boy. No, it's you not it. it's not about oh, being oh. nice. It's that, that oh. was that was a necessity, really. Yeah. Well, <sighs> um I don't That's pre-recorded. Yeah. This movie it's just sort of there, you know? The whole thing is just sort of there. But, but you know, God damn it, we're doing a podcast, so we're gonna just going to talk about it <laughs> as if it was fine or more than Honestly, fine. don't even have, like, didn't even take as many notes as we as I have in the past because, like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, there's not there's nothing good or bad. It's just here. Like, it's just happening in front of my face, and there's nothing I can say about it. I have no opinions on anything that's in this movie. Yeah, it just it started and then it ended, and I was like, "All right," and then I moved on with my life. Yeah, I took um, almost no notes whatsoever. My, I, I, you know, started off with the notebook on my lap, and I was ready to take yep. a lot of notes. Uh, and the the first and, and almost one of the only notes that I have is um, that you know it's going to be a a, a time when the first production company that comes up is entertainment studios motion pictures <laughs> just like the most buzzwordy vague <laughs> like, entertainment good movies have fun <laughs> awesome time motion studios picture time it was just so such a long <clears throat> oh man um and and like I can't honestly. I can't uh, fault any of the production companies having seen it. Like the the animation is is good. It's a lot better than most of the f- movies we've reviewed here. Like Monster Island yeah. looked like trash. Like everyone, everything yeah, was like kind of sure ugly in that movie. And this, <laughs> like you know, the animals are cute and like they have very animated facial expressions. And so I, I don't know. I don't like as far as animation goes. It's a it's a polished picture. <sighs> God, I'm I'm already bored. So we we gotta like we gotta like pump this up with excitement because let's just let's go on through this film talking about everything. So our main character here. Whose name is, of course, me, and I'm looking it up now. Do you know his name off the top of your head? Swifty. Dude, nice. Swifty. Yeah, you're absolutely Swift, right. Swift, Swifty. Swifty? Swifty. Swifty. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets mistaken. He, he's the, the famous pull the sled dog calls him Shifty and oh yeah yeah, yeah nifty yeah, yeah, yeah. or something it just it yeah. just hurts your little heart yeah 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 um, poor, poor little arctic fox poor little arctic fox and he is i guess like kind of his flaw like as a character is that he wants to be seen but he's an arctic fox so he blends in uh, yeah he's invisible yeah so it's you know <clears throat> Spoiler, at the end of the movie, he he's uses that to his advantage. Ah. Um, so, yeah, film starts, and he's kind of just like, I'm invisible, but I want to be seen in this place. And then he sees the, the mail service of these three, you know, wolves delivering the mail, and everybody loves them, and they love their job, and he wants to be them. And he knocks into a little girl and ruins her um salmon 
like spin wheel <laughs> pinwheel thing i don't know what yeah, it is whatever yeah me neither it looks like little pieces her, of salmon her, her, yeah her whatever she has her toy her little toy that she keeps for the rest <clears throat> of her life um and she sees that he's sad that he didn't get any mail because i guess like his parents are dead question mark because he question mentions mark. yeah and, go on and also mail is apparently everything in oh, yeah. this in this world i mean the entire economy and social structure and life it revolves around the post office it's like Okay, I mean, post office is cool. I don't know why decision in a children's movie was to make everything revolve around mail. That was kind of weird, but yeah, whatever. I did. I did notice that a certain like everyone like it's not just you know the mail people bring us the medicine for the hospital, so like we like them for that. It's like they're superheroes here. Yeah, yeah. Like the mail carriers are stars worshipped. Uh, and like, like and yeah, like if the mail doesn't go out like people uh, die like like oh yeah it's like if the mail doesn't go out for a single day like the town collapses people are dead people don't eat or get medicine or what it like the daily mail is like the thing that keeps people alive in this little town uh and as of course we all know uh the the you know kind of catchphrase of the mail crew is when put to the test deliver your best arctic strong arctic strong arctic's freaking strong bro uh you know how so, strong the arctic is dude i mean after i watched this i had some sort of an idea <laughs> before i, I was no like, idea arctic weak but now i know arctic strong arctic it's something that i kind of picked average. up along the way that dude is so freaking strong up there and I think my 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 second note um, of the whole thing, and this this actually turned out to not quite be true, um, but like right after they said Arctic Strong, I was like, we're gonna learn that they are in some way like nefarious, like there's corruption in the mail system, mm. and it wasn't that; it was more that they just like just hated their jobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, you know immediately upon seeing them, like this is not everything is as it seems, as Dude. we learn in the Wizards of Waverly Place theme. One of my one of my original notes, not original, but at some point one of my notes <clears throat> was like. This is a movie about adulthood, like disguised as a kids' movie, because it was just like <laughs> about all the people who hated their jobs and hated their lives. So that, like even the people who had the quote unquote best jobs just hated their jobs and lives, and, like <laughs> just like going to work and complaining and just being miserable all the time, no matter who you were. Like everybody in the movie was unhappy most of the time, and and mostly the adults in the movie would just seem like they would just hated everything about everything. And I'm like, man, like. This is speaking to me a little bit. Like this is just this just seems like a movie about being a grown up. <laughs> you just do it and you hate it, and even people with the best jobs hate it, and everybody just hates everything because we're all exploited workers. So I was like, man, like is this just a movie about that? Like is this a movie about why adults hate life? Except like our main character is you know kind of the pitch for capitalism. Like he wants to work, he puts in the time, he puts in the hours. <laughs> True. And then he gets the gig and, you know, he, he learns some, you know, secret truths and stuff, but he still wants that gig. Yeah, he sure does. 
What a freaking idiot. What a freaking idiot. Because everybody else is like, oh, yeah, you want to do my job? Like, I'm out of here, you idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bye. I'm going on retirement <laughs> vacation. Uh, I also, I also definitely predicted the entire plot of this movie before the in- <laughs> before the intro was over like before like well pretty much like the second he said like oh i'm invisible even like when i don't want to be i was like oh i know exactly like i predicted the entire plot i literally yeah. wrote down i was like i was like plot guess in my notes my one of my like first notes of this whole movie was plot guess Disaster strikes the town. The adults can't save it. This little weirdo does, and from then on, how things run is reimagined and brand new, and nobody is invisible. And that's probably the whole movie. And that pretty much lined up exactly. That is, that is about one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I wrote that before like the intro was over, like before the the title came on. <laughs> I was like immediately. I was like, yeah, I, I bet you I can guess how this whole thing is gonna play out. Because apparently all kids' movies everywhere forever are the same, which is why I maintain the opinion that we could write one pretty easily that makes at least $10 million. Except this one is like, this one is actually the same. I feel like some of the other ones that we've watched, it's been like, okay, I got this movie down. And then you like, you make your guess and you're like, that's obviously what it's going to be. And then it's deep. And it just like, you're like, nope, there's a penguin and a walrus and they talk and they're, they were sent here by the humans to collect specimens. <laughs> it's just like, Yeah, but, but even deep used like a lot of very familiar oh, yeah, tropes. for sure. That, like, it was fine. Okay, so know. like, yeah, the whole plot you couldn't really guess, but like it, in each individual scene, yeah. you pretty much knew what was going to happen and how the scene was going to play out and whatever. Like even deep, like it, yeah, the whole I, I probably couldn't have guessed the entire start to finish of deep, especially since the movie was fourteen hours long. But I <laughs> I couldn't I like scene to scene. I was like, oh yeah, this is. I bet you this is mm-hmm. what happens here, and then it did. So like even deep, like they just use the same tropes and just put them all together in one movie, which is why it took three years to watch, but and seventeen hours to talk about. But you know what I mean. I could bring up um, an example from Ribbit as well, but it would just it would go right over your head. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the podcast that I still refuse to listen to out of all of ours. But that, I just want to leave it. That I want to leave an, it up to mystery. Another one where like you're like, oh, I see exactly where this film is going, and then just like he comes into contact with like a group of humans and there's like a cult leader who wants to like sacrifice a princess and he like saves a princess and you're like wait where what this is just act three i don't understand how we got here oh that was that was ribbit were you just talking about that was ribbit dang dude i bet you you could describe every scene in exact detail to me right now and i would have no idea that would, you, I bet you it would spark no memories because that what you just said to me is not familiar even in the even the tiny little bit like not not one bell rang in my head of like oh that's kind of like nope not not at all. Do you remember there being like a little vampire bat with an Indian accent? I remember there being a plane at one point, and that's there literally the only thing that I remember. Yeah, he gets like chased around by I think like leopards or something in a plane, jaguars. Nope. Don't remember apparently what goes on inside the plane. I just remember, I just remember looking at the plane and being like, "Oh, that's a plane," and that's the only thing I remember from the entire experience of watching that movie and talking about it. Do you remember Blinky Bill though? Oh, I will never forget Blinky Bill. I'll never forget a second of Blinky Bill. I could act out the entire movie of Blinky Bill right now. I'm not gonna, but that movie was so good. We'll we'll get to him, but I think there's a character in this movie that channels a little bit one of the characters from from Blinky Bill. 
I I feel like Lemmy in this movie, the the albatross who can't fly. Freaking bird, hilarious. Yeah, yeah That's man. the best character in best any character movie is... ever. And so I I don't know I don't know exactly. It might just be that they're both birds, but the lyre bird in Blinky Bill, like I thought that there was some kind of like spiritual connection. Like they're totally different characters, but just like yeah. the fact that all of the realist laughs came from Lemmy. And I feel like the liar bird in Blinky yeah. Bill was like such genuine right. yeah. fun. Also, here's a question that I had. I actually wrote down this question. Why why are birds always dumb in cartoon movies? Like, it seems like most movies, the bird is the dumb one. Hmm. Like birds like movies that involve animals. It seems like the bird is always dumb. I bet I it's I bet it's because understand of like, where that came from. I don't know. I feel like it's probably fun to animate like those wings and everything like in a real floppy and like kind of silly yeah. exaggerated way. Um, Cause then you, you also have like Zazu who is very, you know, uptight. Yeah, true. And so like, it's probably true. both of those kind of like the ends of the spectrum or it's like either you have the really regimented Zazu yeah, wise old bird, like, floppy <laughs> weird looking yeah. pelican guy. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about, uh, like Finding Nemo, and mm-hmm. like you have the the pelican who like helps him out and stuff, but you also have the seagulls who are yeah. mindless, and so like it yeah, just birds like are always, yeah, birds are always just incredibly the stupidest character you've ever seen, or <laughs> the smartest. Birds are always the top and the bottom, but never just like they're there. Yeah, it's interesting because like you would think that in this like the big polar bear would be like the big like doom, doom, but yeah, he, right. he's he's just kind of like a guy yeah the bird is dumb what a role for james franco what a role i know what a, right what, what a where what a what a what a place that his acting career has taken him i think that's the problem with this movie is that there were big enough stars that like so many dude the, the movie had to be at least like passable and so that took out all of the like terrible stuff yeah. that we love so many there were yeah. so many big names I, I was watching the, like the, the the Heidi Klum like the yeah. opening credits I was like uh, I was like watching him scroll by and like name after name I was like wait 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 what <laughs> like Heidi Klum um uh uh freaking who did um Jeremy Renner yeah 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 Jeremy Renner is the main star I was like dude what the hell like, this is actually a cast yeah like, they got real people to do this that's what I think. I think in the future, that's what I have to avoid. Because I saw that it was a real cast, and I was like, maybe it's still bad. Like it looks bad, yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, I think it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but it's got a thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it does not deserve that. This so is easily I, I, like a fifty. Oh my gosh! I was gonna say exact same thing. I was gonna say literally exactly fifty. I was like, I looked it up towards the end of the movie, and I was like. I wonder what other people said about this because it's just not. It's like it's not bad. It's not good. It's just here, like probably about fifty. And then I looked it up and I saw thirteen, and I was like, "Well, that seems excessive. Like it, it's not that bad. Like it's not terrible. It's yeah, not. 13, it's not even bad at all. It's just a movie." Thirteen is like offensive. You know, it's like yeah. you're. Why did you make me watch this? But it's it's yeah. like this is the kind of movie that like if you were a parent and you put it on for your kid, you'd be like, "I am not upset that my kid is watching this. Like they're yeah, not. Yeah. Their mind yeah. is not being rotted in any way. Like." And you could like sit in the room and not want to mm-hmm. kill yourself. Like you could yeah. sit there and be like, "Yeah, well, like I'm not having a great time, but whatever. It's a kid's movie, so who cares?" Yeah. Whenever whenever Lemmy comes on screen, you're like, "Ah, oh, okay, there you go." Yeah, yeah. 
or like the 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 couple little like they're not not adult as in like inappropriate but like there are some jokes that like you probably wouldn't get as a kid but like you get as a mm-hmm. grown-up like like when the like probably the hardest i laughed at that movie was when was when he asked the the beaver who was just chilling to like open the door and the be you know what i'm talking about yes oh do you have it recorded no oh the 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 he it was like the first time he was gonna do do his like first official run, and the beaver <clears throat> who was like in charge of opening the door was like just chilling and like obviously didn't care because the mail was shut off that day or whatever. And like he asked me, he was like, "Okay, get up and open the door." He was like being all hype about it, and like he got up and like was clearly like mumbling under his breath, and you couldn't tell what he was saying, but it, like was clearly <laughs> something about like hating his life and hating his job or some shit like that. And like, I I laughed so hard, like he got up. And like real quiet, he was just like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard at that. I do I have like, some of the perfect. some of the Beaver clips because I I do like that they are they are Italian inexplicably. Yeah, and that's another joke too. And Lemmy was like, "Why are all the birds Italian?" And like, if you're a kid, you're not gonna think that's funny. But like, yeah. as a as an adult, I was like, "That's kind of funny." Like, that's not that's like that's a funny joke like why are they like why is this why is that like he's like why are all the birds or why are all the beavers italian I, that made me laugh so yeah best movie ever um i think we have <laughs> 10 out of 10 there um so going forward he you know he meets the uh the arctic dogs the actual arctic dogs and uh then we have like a fairly lengthy opening sequence of like almost just like concept art of the all the animal friends and stuff like as as i guess they're growing up you kind of see them at various stages of life and then it cuts to more present day when he gets a job with the arctic delivery service it's called Arctic Blast Delivery Service. I don't know why they threw the blast in there. I guess Arctic Blast is a Gatorade flavor. I'm pretty sure. Let me confirm. I'm almost 100% sure it's Arctic Blast is the white Gatorade. Um I I think you may be wrong here. The white Gatorade is called uh Gatorade Frost. Yeah, but there is glacier a, cherry. A, glacier cherry is good. Okay, so Arctic Blast is like a, a teal color. That's glacier freeze. Or oh, cool I'm blue. Her. Oh, Arctic Blitz. Arctic Blitz. Arctic Blitz. Yeah, because Arctic Blast is apparently a 2010 film directed by Brian Trenchard Smith. Arctic Blitz is like a teal blue color Gatorade. Is it a good one? Sure. I I'm I don't know don't know if I've had a Gatorade that I didn't like. I think I have, but I can't I can't recall uh Oh I definitely head. have. I definitely have. They did like it's out of it's discontinued now, but they did like a they did like a, a, a like a cucumber Gatorade like I don't know, five years ago. It was disgusting. It was literally like cucumber water, but like with some added like flavoring but not good flavor like they wanted i don't know i don't know what the goal was but it was cucumber gatorade it was so gross ew that sounds awful yeah it was bad it was really bad uh here's a review for arctic blast 2010 
First of all, let me start by saying that one star is more generous than I'd like to be. However, I'll award that one star for the comedy of errors. Who did the research for this movie? Wow. <laughs> Honestly, wow. giving insulin to a person with low blood sugar, a dangerous thing for someone to learn from a movie, and that complete nonsense about the meso mesosphere falling. I doubt if it was a school I doubt if it was a school kid because they are generally more educated than this. It scored an <laughs> F minus on the science. The Australian accents were either fake or overdone. The direction was abysmal. Uh, what an embarrassment for the local emergency services to be involved in this movie. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Special effects look I like mean, something out of the old Batman TV series of Power Rangers. I mean, uh, that seems like a harsh review, but also, like, definitely you should know not to give insulin to somebody with low blood sugar. Like, you should, like, just a general person should know kind of, like, diabetes. That feels like, like a pretty pretty easy thing to just, like, yeah, confirm with yeah. a quick Google search, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's also something that, like, I feel like it's not... It's not a deep scientific fact that like a lot of people don't know about. Like I feel like I feel like the general person probably knows a little bit about like yeah. diabetes and insulin and stuff. Like I think we all kind of know what insulin does just because diabetes is pretty common and like most of us know somebody with diabetes. So like I feel like I feel like that's not even I'm kind of with the reviewer on that one. You probably shouldn't put that in a movie. <laughs> like, oh, definitely not. You should just have someone like read over the script to make sure that there's no like <laughs> incredibly dangerous things to uh right yeah things that could like cause death yep yeah yeah um so moving forward with arctic dogs not arctic blast although maybe we should watch arctic blast (laughs) i forgot what we're doing here can we watch arctic blast is arctic blast streaming anywhere let's see let's see uh watch arctic blast on netflix today can we Maybe we'll watch Arctic Blast. Regardless. Uh, Record this podcast as we watch. Yeah. <laughs> Swifty Real. gets uh, his internship at ABDS. And uh, three years later, he wakes up and he drinks a, a smoothie that is a mix of dog food and muscle milk and coffee grounds or something and he makes a bunch of weird sounds after he does here's jeremy renner making weird noises it's kind of quiet but they were just really weird and i just i i liked i liked thinking about jeremy renner in a studio like being like that amused me the director having to tell him to do that <laughs> yeah. conversation that the conversation that came before of like what they're looking for for that scene. Give us one where it sounds like you're you just saw your sister naked <laughs> stepping out of the shower. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, and then he's Be like, "Good, <laughs> we got it, we Be got it, Jeremy." Um, uh, he's he's pumping himself up in the mirror. So, who's gonna be a good boy? Who's gonna be top dog? Oh, that's you. And look at me. Oh, that's you. Top dog. You are. Top dog. Top dog. So he's just having oh a grand old God. time. Um, there. there. Okay, moving forward a little bit moving, with this moving right. <laughs> killer moving right film. He starts. Speed this up. 
oh, he he weighs himself and he's one pound short, so he's got to try to put on a pound before he gets to work in like twenty minutes. Yeah, he's got to get twenty pounds. He's got to be twenty pounds. That's the rule. So he hangs out with his friend PB, played by Alec Baldwin, uh, and works out a lot. And uh, but then since they worked out so much, they don't know they're gonna be late, so they have to go on a crazy fun sledding ride down down to the town and um we get our first uh poop related joke when alec baldwin says this i think i'm gonna lose a pound oh because he's scared and he's gonna poop himself i get it that's called comedy right there baby then he puked and then he puked yeah he does puke um which we can hear here oh Look at you. Look at me. I just liked the little like squish sound at the end. There's there's like a good Yep. Yeah. They make it real clear what's happening. <laughs> they, they certainly do. <laughs> they leave nothing to the imagination. Also on this sled ride down, I really appreciate that they just like cram in some exposition while they're like go like riding for their lives. Uh we have this conversation. Do you think Jay would ever go out with a fox like me? Really? Now you're talking about this? She's been back for a year now and you haven't done anything. So that's good. Just yeah. throw I mean Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, it yeah, it works. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well yeah <laughs> gotta get that in there somewhere. Um, so he gets to the male place and Magda, his definitely not an American doing a Russian accent boss. Oh my gosh. I worst accent ever. I actually wrote that down. I was like, this is just terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Uh, so she's like, you cannot have the job that you are desiring little Swifty. Um, doing it way better than she did it. (laughs) way better yeah like hers just kind of keeps like slipping into like american accent it's just like it's very it's just bad it's just bad so bad um so she does not give him the job that he has been dreaming of and in fact it seems like he is not even in any way in consideration for this job like there's nothing Mm. this guy could do to get this gig uh and after we learn that he's not getting this job, we also see that the uh, the team of the Arctic Strong Doggy Dogs, um, they are, like, not looking forward to today's delivery. And, like, maybe they don't look forward to any deliveries because, you know, sometimes depression just really kicks in and you don't want to work in the <laughs> system anymore. Uh, and we have, in comparison to Arctic Strong, we have Arctic Strong. Yeah, Arctic strong. strong. They're so dejected. It turns out even the best jobs are still jobs. It's true, yeah. I mean, day in, day out, you're delivering the mail. You're freaking, your back is hurting. And you you got all these fans you got to smile for. God, it's a nightmare. Even the the highest quality exploited worker is still an exploited worker. It's true. You start to feel it, apparently. Feels like. Even for your freaking Arctic dog. Feels like capitalism just isn't working, and maybe we should try something else, guys. <laughs> thanks, our big dogs. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for thanks for teaching our kids the lessons they need to know. Um, 
we also, I cannot forget, we get a very subtle foreshadowing of a shot that like slowly zooms in after an earthquake on a file in a file cabinet of a walrus. Of <laughs> the walrus. And we, as an audience, we go, that's definitely not important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really kind of snuck in there. Um, but Magda uh, really shuts the drawer really fast too. <laughs> like she's like, oh no no, and like shuts the drawer, drawer yeah, really fast. Like, and you're like, oh, oh, I wonder if that's gonna come back around. It's also like that was another thing where I was like, oh shit, there is something like shady going on with the uh, delivery service. But it's no, it's just like he was a bad employee and she fired him justly. Yeah, like she was totally yeah. right to fire him. She's like, oh, right. no one can see <laughs> right. this. Right. What? Why? Yeah. Uh, but after the Arctic dogs leave to deliver the mail, oh no, another package comes in from Jade, the love interest of Swifty, played by Heidi Klum, with no discernible accent whatsoever. Um, no, she's got a little bit of an accent. It's just weird, because, like, I don't know, it feels like you would just lean into the accent or not, but it feels like she's trying to not have the accent, but it kind of comes through. I don't know. I don't know Heidi Klum well enough to know just, like, how she sounds in her daily life. Maybe she just sounds like that. But... I'm pretty sure she does. I'm pretty okay. sure she does. All right. She used to be a, she used to be a judge on um, America's Got Talent, and I'm pretty sure, like, pretty sure she always had, like, not a thick accent, but, like, twinge just a little bit. Okay. Uh... Well, she needs her package delivered, Josh. And Eat are there it. any Arctic dogs to deliver that package? Oh, they're all on. They, she missed the delivery deadline because they snowed her. So, Josh, what the heck is that lady going to do? Oh, my gosh. You better find a freaking Arctic fox. Hell, yeah. Wants and she, to be a s- snow dog so bad. She sees him right there, and she's like, I love you. And he's like, I'm not ready for love. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, after after she's like, I would have gotten here on time if it wasn't for you and snowing me in. We get this incredible pun. Nobody's perfect. Hmm. Oh yeah, nobody's perfect, Josh. Nobody's perfect. What the frick, bro? Nobody. <laughs> so I mean, that is it is what it is. But uh, he has to deliver this package and. It's uh, it's not looking good for him because, you know, he's just a little guy, but he does it because it's a movie. Um, and he, he gets there and he meets. Who does he meet, Josh, when he gets to the delivery site? Uh, he, he meets uh, a big-ass walrus, but uh, it's also he meets a puffin first that the walrus makes act as... The walrus. Yeah, why did he do that? I guess just because he wanted to be anonymous. He yeah, he didn't want the, the fox to see the walrus. I guess, but like guess. after after it doesn't really work out with the puffin, he's just like, oh, okay, I'll just come outside. Yeah, I'll sign for it, and then and then it's fine because like it's fine because he's just a walrus. So like, could have just yeah. done that in the first place. Probably. I don't know. Also, uh, can I just say that yeah, before dude, you even move it. on, no. Before you even move on, this is kind of like a, a a bigger thing to address. That's not even just this movie, but like, I I I don't know I don't know how I feel about <clears throat> romance in children's movies. I mm-hmm. feel like it's not necessary ever. Like, 
feel like there just doesn't need to be it. If your target audience is five year olds, like, do you need to have a love interest? Can't we just like have fun and it's children's movies? Do you need to like show kids romance and all that kind of stuff? Because like, the, the, obviously, this is a way bigger issue to address and everything. But it was like. Oh, like the they're putting homosexuality in films for kids and it's shoving it down our throats or whatever. But I'm like, like I don't know if you need any romance at all. And and, and I'm not like arguing against representation, but like even straight romance. Like I don't. Do, does a children's movie need that? Like, do five year olds need to see any of that? Like, foxes kissing. Yeah. Like, animated foxes kissing. Like, is that a thing that you need to put it, in a movie for toddlers? Like, probably not. It really feels like it's just um, almost like expected. Like yeah. if you're if you're making an animated movie, like you're supposed to or something. And and maybe it comes right. from like like Disney movies being the the kind of like gold standard. And you're like, yeah, I mean, all the princess movies, like pretty much, there's a romantic interest, except for I think Moana. They all end up with a boy. Um, yeah, but look at like Pixar movies. Yeah. Like, like Nemo and Monsters Inc. I know like Mike and Celia, but like not that's not real, like really a big thing. Like so like even like like most of the Pixar movies don't really have romantic stuff in it. And like I don't know. they work I think, they I think I would say because like Toy Story, you got Woody and Bo Peep, you got Buzz and Jesse, Mr. Yeah, and Mrs. Potato not, Head. Okay, so uh, but I don't I don't mean like yeah, but I guess that's it's not, the, like, the thrust of the yeah, film. It's not, yeah, like, it's not part of the plot. Like, it's just, sure, it's sure. there, and they're like, oh, cute, whatever. Yeah. But, like, and even that, you, you probably don't need, but, like... There isn't, like, okay, the courtship w- aspect in those yeah, yeah, as yeah. much. Yeah, and, like, the like the kissing and the whatever. And I know Bo Peep, like, kids, what are you, kissing the cheek or whatever. But, like, it's not, like, it's not like that's a big, big thing or, like, you want, you're mm-hmm. rooting for them to get together the whole film and, like, it's just whatever. Like... I don't know. Your children, like they're you're making this movie for small little children. Like, do you need any kind of romance at all? Like, it doesn't. It just feels like talking about jamming agendas down people's throats. Like, I feel like you kind of push kids from when they're like five years old to be like, this is what romance looks like. You know what and Pixar movie does it the most, though? I think what Cars. It's it's a plot point. Lightning McQueen and the lady car falling for each other true that is true and And we all know how i feel about cars yeah it's your favorite of every single movie in the world i love i love cars so much yeah i guess that's fair yeah ka-chow but i don't know i just like i don't know yeah that one it's also you're like i mean what are they gonna do really their cars like (laughs) yeah i just feel like like you know like first of all you're teaching children at a young age that this is what romance looks like and it can't look anything different. And so, like, that's right, not right. great. Like, this is, like, uh, if every if every kid's movie has just, like, like straight, you know, heterosexual romance, then, like, you're teaching kids that heterosexual no- romance is the norm and everything that's not that is bad. So, like, that's not great. But also, like, like don't just don't put it in. Just don't have it. It's a kid's movie. Like, kids don't need to see a courtship story. Really? Yeah. And like, I think the Disney princess movies, like Disney princesses, like from the start a bajillion years ago were that like, that's Mm -hmm. just their story. Like the romance is part of their story. So like, okay. So like 
and it's not great, but it just is part of like you can't. What are you gonna do? Like take the romance out of a Disney princess story? Like you change the whole story completely. So like I get, I kind of get that. But like Arctic dogs, you're two two foxes. Like all right, like we don't. I don't need to see these two foxes kiss. Like it's, that's weird. Just like this, the movie is the same without that. Maybe it you plays don't. no major. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's it's a movie about a fox yeah. wanting to deliver mail. Like, yeah. do, do, does there need to be a love interest in this movie? Like, can we have one movie that doesn't have a romance as a plot point, please? Like, it's just too much for children. Yeah, because I also I don't know if if there's been any of the animated movies that we've seen where romance. I guess Deep. No, Deep doesn't end up with that. No, he does right at the end. Yeah, he sure does. Right at yeah, the freaking they, end, they go off and have sex. That that's movie. right they go yeah that's yeah. right okay right. yeah so it's like like you know like okay maybe just we uh, we all argue about like what kind of romance is supposed to be in kids movies and maybe the answer is you don't have to put romance in children's movies maybe, that maybe one that's that one at least is like to the level of the uh like in toy story 2 you have the Buzz and Jesse thing, and it's either in a, a like after credit scene or like right at the end, but um, like it's a blooper or something. But Buzz sees Jesse do something, and then his like wings pop out oh, yeah. like, involuntarily, <laughs> like <laughs> like he gets a boner, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that's about to the level, because, like, it's just, like, kind of at the end of that movie where it's, like, yeah, like, he thinks she's hot. And then Deep, yeah. it's, like, right at the end where it's, like, yeah, they gonna fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it's not something that, like, kids are gonna, like, recognize. That's true, yeah. And like, and, like, know about. But, like, this movie, <laughs> it's, like, very consciously the entire movie of, like, oh, yeah. oh I, want him, I want him to like me. And, oh, at the end, oh, they kiss, and then they get together. And then he even is, like, oh, I'm seeing things better because I found the right person or whatever. And I'm like, all right, like, you're, this, this is a movie about animals delivering mail. Like, can we, can we calm down, please? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's it does, just, yeah. That's just, that's weird to me. Like, they're, it's, you're marking this to six and seven year olds. I don't care if these foxes get together. Yeah. Shouldn't care is what I mean to say, actually. Then maybe they do care because we're making them, but they shouldn't care if these two foxes that they're watching get together. I wonder if there's like a weird um <clears throat> like demographic thing or something where where it's a it's a boy lead and so you know like from a, a producer or studio perspective someone's like well we got to do something for the girls like if it's a boy lead like there needs to be romance in there and obviously that's stupid mm. like boys can yeah, like that yeah, girls yeah. can like that girls can right, like right. that there's a male lead whatever but i could see it being something like that like it's not a princess movie so like there's got to be something in there for like the girls i don't know yeah i, I don't know it just dumb. like it it, yeah. it just like drives me crazy like i'll hear like my second and third graders at work like talking about like oh he has a crush on her or whatever and i'm like you're so you're eight yeah. seven six years old like why are you even why do you first of all why do you know about that second of all why are you talking <laughs> about it like you care about it like you're ch little children and like watching movies where romance is just like one of the focal points like that makes little kids start thinking about that shit and i'm like dude who do you who what do you why do you nobody you don't even know what a crush is you're seven shouldn't know what a crush is you're too young to care about any of that maybe it's it's hallmark uh uh 
paying, you know, sponsorship is like, we got it. We got to sell more Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> and we know kids are the only people who yeah. buy those stupid <laughs> Valentines. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. That was that 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 point was way too real for any of this <laughs> podcast stuff that we do. But it's just something that bothered me. This is something no. that I saw. And I was like, come the I fuck on, you. man. This is for children. Stop with this. Well, related to that, after he successfully delivers the package to the terrifying robot walrus, he returns to Arctic Blast Delivery Service, uh, where Jade is working hard on a snowblower, I believe, for the town, and yeah. she says this to him. I must say I'm impressed. That's about as efficient a delivery as you find anywhere. And I guess now that, like, I know that that's really just her voice. Like, I don't know. I probably shouldn't make fun of it. But, like, I thought that was a poorly <laughs> delivered line. I thought it was bad. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive that's just how she talks. All right. Well, okay. Then I'm sorry, Heidi. I, I respect <laughs> you as a human being, and you're a good person. Um, yeah, yeah. She explains how the snowblower is going to work, and uh, we get... Quentin Tarantino shoehorning in his foot fetish once again. That's a lot of feet. That's a lot of feet, says Jeremy Renner. Uh, And I couldn't agree more. 56 feet. That's a lot of feet. So many feet. That's some some Dan Schneider shit, man. Yeah, it's 26 different, 28 different people. Do you know all that Dan Schneider stuff? I, I didn't, I didn't, not aware about feet. I know he's a scumbag and I've seen videos of him like being a predator on set to the young oh. girls of the Nickelodeon crew. Dude, I I um I I was I was about to say that I hate to admit this, but I don't hate to admit this. I love to admit this. I have been <laughs> watching a shit ton of iCarly and Victorious because uh, yep. they're yep. on Netflix. And yep. if you know that he has a thing for feet, all you can do is see notice it underage feet yeah man like it's all the time there are so and it's it's not a thing where it's like oh you know there's like two episodes in a season it's it's legitimately it's like every other episode uh and like by by the time victorious rolls around like it's even more like there's one whole episode like the b story is that there's like these puka fish who like eat the dead skin off your feet and there's just so many shots of these like teenagers putting their feet in water he likes feet and it makes those fun shows so much grosser um so yeah it's Dan Schneider, yeah, there's go home. A couple of accounts on TikTok. I'm a, I'm a big TikTok fan. I love TikTok so much. You follow um, me? I didn't know you yeah, were. Yeah, go on fuck it. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering this is the first time you and I have ever talked about TikTok. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> um, so I I love TikTok. So I'm I, I'm on it pretty much every day. Um, and and there's lots of TikTok videos of like behind the scenes on those shows mm-hmm. and, and him being like super weird and like they're always I, I, the thing I do like to see is like usually like the male cast members are pretty protective of the girls like especially on like Victorious like um, the guy that plays Psychowitz is usually like anytime he starts to get weird he like steps in and tries to like change the subject or like tries to put a barrier in between them which like shouldn't have to happen on the yeah. set that you work on but like 
I'm glad it wasn't just like the guys around him are just like, yeah, that's just what he does. Like the yeah. guys definitely like recognize it and we're like, yeah, we're not going to just let this happen to our coworkers. Dang, that's so freaking gross. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's really awful. And he also like, as far as I know, has not suffered consequences. It's no, more so just like at all. Pu- the public is like, oh, yeah, he's like kind of creepy, like looking back. But it's not like he, didn't, it, he should go it's, to it's, jail. Well, it's like it's like, as far as I know, like, right? He didn't. He didn't. Not that he didn't do anything, but like, as far as what we consider today to be bad and doing something, like he didn't cross those lines sure. that like make make the general public get angry, and even mm-hmm. then, not angry enough, and like. Cause like, did you see freaking like Kevin Spacey's working again? Like, so like, even no. if he did, even if he did stuff, it's like, okay, well, he'll probably still be fine. But like, if like, are you kidding me? To get the general public to be mad, you have to do way more, unfortunately, than just be creepy and be predatory. Like, you have to actually like kill or maim or whatever somebody. Yeah to for people to be like okay no you can't do that then we should not give you money anymore but like anything short of that people are like yeah that's bad but we're gonna be fine with it um kevin spacey get out of movies stop doing movies go to jail <laughs> well said I guess <sighs> it up. well okay 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 all right let's, let's talk about dogs. arctic like, dogs <laughs> arctic dogs <laughs> Conversations around Arctic dogs get real intense. So the terrifying robot walrus kind of like drops a little hint to his puffin buddies, uh, like what he would like for his birthday. And it wasn't, um, a, it wasn't an order though. No, definitely not an order. He was just like, man, those Arctic dogs are like, oh, they suck. And then they go and they uh, chloroform the Arctic dogs and. Yeah imprison them and the walrus is like no not what i wanted guys which is weird like it's just i don't know like why not just make that a part of the like is it funny that the puffins messed up like why not just have that be a part of the plan why did you need the scene for him to be like how dare you capture them you idiots you buffoons what's the point what's the Uh, point josh you know, I guess because like arresting them is like what tipped the fox off, like mm-hmm. to like, like seeing their like harnesses or whatever is what was he was like, oh shit, like this is a bad guy. So like, I guess maybe because like he's really smart walrus and he knows that if he arrests them, the people will come looking and then he'll be in trouble. I guess. I guess, but like, so like he, no one he was looking for them. them. Yeah, true. <laughs> like everyone just fully bought that like poorly written note. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, he knew that one day the Arctic Fox was going to be so. in inside looking for his pen and see yeah. the harnesses. And he was like, dang, I, he what, thinks I, 50 moves ahead. Yeah, he also he could have just hid the harnesses, I guess, now that I'm saying this out loud, so it doesn't really... Probably should have gotten rid was, of those. Yeah, I was trying to give a benefit of the doubt, but it's not really not really checking out as I'm speaking through it right now. It's like a really... There's a wild thing about how <laughs> if you're in the Arctic and there's a lot of snow, you could really just kind of bury that anywhere, and then no <laughs> one would ever find it. Ever. 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 Uh, you, people could look for it and not find it. <laughs> 
we now, uh, after little Swifty wakes up after his, his hard journey, um, we get treated to my favorite film duo, uh, which, which are, I think two otters. I think they're both otters. Yeah, yeah definitely um, otters. They are these conspiracy theorist otters and, uh, we get a delightfully red line. I genuinely, I really like them. Uh, we get this line. I really liked them. They were super fun. Um, really kind of weird, crazy conspiracy theorists who also... Go on. They put in, they put them in tinfoil hats for just like <laughs> yeah. uh, half a second, just to like to make it really like put it home that they're really just cons- wild conspiracy theorists. Because like that's funny. That's another joke that like kids wouldn't get, but like as an adult, I'm like, oh, okay, that's funny. Tin and also hats. like they they seem like they're conspiracy theorists, but like to a somewhat right. normal degree because they're they're correct about like yeah. everything. Yeah. And so like as yeah. he leaves, they like put on the tinfoil hats and you're like, okay, so they're also just nuts. Yeah, yeah um, they're crazy, but they're correct. In they happen case. to be right, yeah. Um, so they were a fun group of characters and their initiation ceremony is, I guess, punching the initiate punching. in the face, <laughs> uh, which also happens to be their secret handshake, which is yeah. fun. Um, yeah. But Swifty heads to uh, the mail station, and it has been revealed that the Arctic dogs have left. They've retired with the note that says, um, goodbye, moose lady, we're gone now, or whatever. And Magda is having none of that. And Magda not moose. Magda She's a caribou, guys. Yeah, she's not a freaking moose, you That's idiots. literally racist. Ever heard of <laughs> racism? That's it. I, <laughs> I knew that from the moment that I saw her in the film. I was like, oh, what a nicely animated caribou. With a great accent. Yeah, with a great spot-on <laughs> Russian accent. <laughs> but, Josh, now that there's no Arctic dogs, who's going to deliver the mail? I wish there was some kind of fox that are similar to dogs that could do, do, do it just as just as fine as well josh there there is that's what the movie's about is about a fox oh, who wants well, to what deliver. the fuck oh well that's so convenient then what's the problem there isn't one he does it oh well <laughs> is that how the movie ends um should have been <laughs> <laughs> just like ah, well it works out <laughs> next man up <laughs> Uh, so he he gets he gets the gig. Uh, Magda is like, if you damage a package, if you don't deliver a package, if you lose this pen, you're done, and you'll never work here again. And he's like, well, dang, I could do that. And uh, as he leaves with a with a nice push from PB the polar bear, uh, we get a line that Josh teased earlier in the episode. I hope someone figures out why all the beavers have Italian accents. So bello. <laughs> I like that moment a lot. I love that line because it's like because because it, the 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 succession of lines in that scene. He's like, oh, like I hope he makes. I it hope he comes back. back okay. Time. Yeah. Oh, I hope he. Yeah, it's like because it's Jade, PB, and Re- Lemmy's whatever the fuck his name is standing next to each other, and he's like. 
Uh, oh, I hope he comes back. Okay. Oh, I hope he delivers all the packages. Oh, I hope somebody figures out why the Beavers have Italian <laughs> accent. That's <laughs> so funny to me. Lemmy's such a good character. Lemmy is great. And yeah, uh, the James Franco really kind of comes through. And I feel like I can picture James Franco like in the recording studio, almost just like on like a futon, like delivering that line. Like, he's like, whatever. <laughs> the the, up, the yeah. Beavers, whatever. Who gives a shit? Where's my paycheck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, which apparently, dude, James Franco's apparently bad. He did bad shit or something. Yeah, I have heard that. I, everybody's bad. Dude, everybody's, everybody's bad. All bad. The time. Literally everybody's bad. Nobody's good. Fuck Pretty you, James Franco. You're not coming out of my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody famous is good. No. So I've, that's what I've determined. No, yeah. I mean, Rhett and Link, you're welcome on this show anytime. But yeah. Game Grumps, no, you're not invitation rescinded. Yeah. Fuck you. Just so sad, but so yeah. So sad. Had so much hope. Yeah, I sure did too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so Josh, could you remind me of the three things that Magda said would definitely get uh, Swifty fired? Oh, yeah, packages broke and not delivered and something about the pen or something like that. Josh, can you tell me if he utterly destroys one of the packages? Yeah, just completely smashes it, like completely <laughs> squishes it, because he sneezes and just smashes that little mouse's package. Josh, can you tell me if there are any repercussions for that? Nobody even finds out about it, to nope. be honest. Nope. And you're like, yeah, how would you? Like, if the mouse, like, comes and complains, <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, she's like, this is, like, one of the three rules, and he breaks it, and it's not a problem. Yeah, so it's I, thought, I, thought the, I thought the joke was going to be more gross. I thought it was going to be like he sneezes and it like goes flying into the mouse's face or whatever, and that's like nasty, and like his, mm-hmm. the, uh, the mouse is like pushed back into his little house or whatever. Like I thought that was going to be the joke. And they just squished the package and like something that the Magnus said would get him fired, and I was yeah. like, oh, well, that's an interesting choice because the movie's over now. And it sucks even more because we know that like – these packages are their life force. Like yeah, right. that may have they been the die. medicine that, yeah, that may have been his <laughs> insulin. Uh, and like, just gone. Uh, now, now what's he going to do with his low blood sugar? So tiny little Swifty does the very hard work of delivering all these packages. And again, the final package, he's got to go to Otto von Walrus and he delivers the package. No problem. And then the Walrus uh, takes his pen I think completely accidentally, like kind of just yeah. like is is not thinking about it. And then when Swifty's like, "You took my pen," he's like, "No, I didn't." And then he throws the pen away, uh, just I guess to further the plot to get him inside. But it's weird because like he's not like he didn't do take it on purpose. There's no reason for it, and so I guess it's just like he's bad. I don't know. Who cares? It reminds me. Really, just because he's evil and of the contraption that he uses, but he reminded me all movie of Mr. Waternoose from mm. Monsters Inc. Just because the like, just the just his the the legs, the way he walks, yeah, is exactly, exactly Waternoose, and and he's evil and stuff. There's really no difference, or there's no comparison other than that those two. But like, that's pretty much the hinge of both of those characters. Can we just take a moment to appreciate like? 
what a freaking great name mr waternoose is what? like it's we just such a, a cool name like it yeah. sounds perfect and you're like yeah there's like a little menacing in there but like it just sounds yeah. like a name and then yeah. when you learn it you you're like yeah he's evil yeah. yeah you know he's the villain like you don't know it because mm-hmm. like it's still like oh it's a shock but like you, you yeah he's the villain like once you once you find out waternoose is the villain you're like well who else could have been <laughs> He's a terrifying spider creature. Water, um, water noose and Randall. Yeah, Randall. Randall, I think that's like the twist is that water noose is the villain. Because Randall, you're like, he's got to be bad. And Randall's like, hell yeah, I'm bad. What are you, dumb? Uh, but, like, but like Randall's always that like piece of shit dude who's like, mm-hmm. and any like, like um, and anything. He's always just that like oh, freaking Randall. <laughs> yeah, if you have a character named Randall... He's not gonna be a good not a dude. good guy. He's not a, gonna be a good nah. dude. He's either gonna be just like a dweeb who you want to beat up, or he's gonna be evil. Sorry to all the Randalls in our audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like Waternoose. Oh yeah, what a great name. Uh, kidnap a thousand kids before he lets his company die. <laughs> I'd kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Always watching, Wisnowski. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> Twenty three nineteen. Oh, what a dude. good movie. Let's, it's let's so watch that good. movie next. I would love to. That's a great movie. Monster <laughs> Island and then Monsters Inc. <laughs> God damn. Double feature. Well, Otto von Walrus uh, has like kind of a throwaway line about how the puffins are they're they're gonna put on a big cabaret show and then we get another of the uh the actual like solid jokes uh when swifty comes in and he sees like a massive wall of the sleeping gas guns he says it's a little aggressive for a cabaret show it's, I actually, you know, listening to it now, it's not that good of a joke. But uh, yeah, I guess because like they, they want they would they would put the audience to sleep. I don't know. Bad joke. The interesting to me about the giant wall of sleeping guns is mm-hmm. that like there's no point for them. Like there's a for the... million of them. Yeah, and, yeah. Like so, like you would think like the they you see them being used later. Because there's mm-hmm. a million of them, so like mm-hmm. if they went through all that trouble to like store them and keep them and and have them, like it's because they use them, but they don't. Two, two, it, they they are used twice. Yeah, and... that's a it's a pretty pretty quintessential film rule that if you see an object in Act One, it's gotta come yeah, back in Act, act three, three. You gotta eat it. And yep. they really they just set up this giant yeah. wall of these sleeping guns, and then like at least a part of the hero's plan is to use those but then they just never do they don't and they, they don't just never it. get used yeah. yeah yeah it was a weird thing to have and then mm-hmm. just move on from forever i was like oh well because I, like, I saw him and i was like oh like that's part of their plan but it wasn't it was not uh after uh, swifty sneaks in to grab the pen he accidentally knocks over uh, a domino effect of of bookcases of you know expensive items and important things and he gets out of there in time but left behind in his wake is a singular puffin uh who appears to be the person who caused all of this chaos 
And uh, Otto von Walrus has one thing to say to this puffin. Goodbye. Uh, that puffin fucking dies, and yeah, it's all Swifty's yeah. fault. And he doesn't know that that happened, but like he left that little dude to die. <laughs> he sure did. Like, what so, was he gonna do? I mean, I mean, it's it's true, but just like it it hit me in my core, man. Yeah, it's messed up to see that. Wish the puffins weren't bad because they were actually adorable. Well, I mean, not to spoil anything, but maybe, maybe in the end, we uh, they they turn around, True. they turn it all around. True. Uh, cool. So cool. Yeah. Goodbye, little puffin. See you later. Swifty comes back and he delivered all the packages, and uh, there hasn't been a complaint about that package that got destroyed. So Magda's like, "You are like the fucking shit, bro. Hero. You're the man." Everybody is like, you're the you did one good delivery. Now you're the fucking man. Let alone, we still have to deal with every other day going yeah. forward without a crew. So like, okay, like what about tomorrow? But and Lemmy is like, you know what, dude, you earned this. Just like get sloshed tonight. Just get <laughs> wasted, man. And of course, James Franco can deliver this line like nobody else. You're flying high, bro. This is your night. Enjoy it. Just he wasn't like- even. Wasn't even acting there. Actually. No, <laughs> they just they just like, actually they recorded him at a party yeah, with a party, Jeremy yeah. Renner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. After they thought they were already finished with the recording. And I will have you know, anyone in this audience who has not actually watched the film, if you think that they're just like kind of implying that they're like drinking and stuff. It's so no. ridiculously heavily implied because the next morning Swifty wakes up and someone like knocks on the door and it is like hell to him. Like every knock he like cringes at because he is so hungover. It's it's really weird because he has that's a beer can on his bed when he wakes up. Yeah. Actual he... beer can that's crushed on his bed underneath his foot. It's really weird because he is clearly hung over it is not yeah. subtle oh not at all I so that's weird he has um i'm looking at it now he has td written on his face what is that top dog top dog you got it man i didn't because i was like like lenny is l obviously pb so that's not it but yeah it's definitely top dog someone was top like dog. write that on your face Wow. Uh, while he slept, though, Jade was kidnapped. Can Jade. Oh, my God. But that doesn't really matter to him right now. Because it's morning. He doesn't really want to be up. But PB is here. And PB is here to freaking exercise, dude. And here's a line. They have more deliveries? Well, yeah. They got to go down to do like, deliver. But they- this is... This is like in the early morning, I guess. It's like pre-work workout, I guess. Even though like just your day is a horrible workout. Right, right. And not to mention like, okay, so like you're going to put like, this is not a long-term solution because you went from three gas dogs with full sleds to one small fox with Mm -hmm. a sled. Like... He, uh, he did one. I just can't get over. Like he did one good day of deliveries, yeah. 
Like, what are they going to do come holiday season? Like, like, what are they going to do? Dude, what are they going to do tomorrow? Like, what are they going to do every (laughs) other day besides that? Like, they had a one-day Band-Aid solution because their team quit. But, like, the team did not come back while he was out delivering stuff. So, like, when he got back, like, the reaction should have been, like, okay, like, what else do we do to fix this tomorrow? They, They were, like, literally acting like, okay, like, we did it. It's done. Like, we got through it. But, like, no, you didn't. You didn't because tomorrow you need deliveries or apparently people die. So, so maybe, maybe think about it before you party. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I've just realized I'm really embarrassed. I actually missed a clip. It is, it is our first introduction to a character who we never see, but is mentioned a few times. Who's going to tell Doc Grizzly? Ah, uh, no, 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 no problem. Uh, Doc the Italian Grizzly. Beaver. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. So Doc Grizzly is mentioned there, and then later yeah, we right. see we see Swifty delivering something to Doc Grizzly, but we only yeah. see we the see package it, yeah. like terrifyingly Falling, yeah. slowly like being pulled into the doctor's office, uh, and we get another mention of Doc Grizzly in a little bit. But uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. That's honestly really embarrassing. I I'm not a professional. I'm I'm just doing my best here, guys. Regardless. Yeah. PB comes to Swifty's door, and he needs to have his ass blasted. There's the guy. Come on, buddy. It's showtime. Don't you yearn for the burn? I'm getting ready to blast my abs and max my glutes. I just thought he was going to say blast my ass, but he said blast my abs. Um, I really wanted him to say blast my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the way this movie walked the fine, thin line between what's okay and not for kids i would not have even been that surprised come on swifty blast my ass little guy <laughs> i mean you literally just had him waking up with a beer can underneath his foot yeah. so <laughs> would, would saying blast my ass would that have been that out of pocket compared to what we've no. already accepted from these people i don't think it would probably not uh, <laughs> so after this happens uh swifty has to go check on jade for some reason who gives a shit he goes she's not there and he's like pb i gotta tell you something and he recaps the whole movie there's this crazy walrus with robotic legs and a british accent i know weird already right okay it gets better now they're holed up in a secret fortress filled with adorable yet evil little puffins that are building a huge machine which i think may have something to do with the rising temperatures and i saw harnesses in a garbage can, which makes me 90% sure the top dogs have been dognapped and there are vaping gas blasters. It's weird, man. I'm just telling you. I sound like I'm crazy, don't I? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. That's everything that's happened. That's so really far. the whole movie so far, right the there. Whole so movie so far said in 30 seconds. Um. Also, I don't know if you caught it there, but boy, we got blast my ass, and he's got ass blasters. It was gas blasters, but it sounded yeah. like ass blasters. So they're yeah, really they're sure they're walking that fine line there. Fine but, line. But you know what, Josh? Does PB believe him? Oh, nobody does. No, you know why? Because he's the fox who cried walrus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sure is. <laughs> For years, you've been stretching the truth to get attention. That's why. And quite frankly, I've had enough. It's it's He's really a fox who cried everything for a long time. It's really weird because like 
I feel like it's he his character isn't like I guess a couple times he you know stretches the truth like he pretends to be on the phone and seem like he's famous, but it doesn't seem like it's like a character trait so much as just paranoid. Like, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it just does feel kind of like thrown in there as like this is this is your flaw character and you're like is it though like is it really that much of his character ah, who cares but it it does seem kind of like just sort of shoehorned in yeah not um, a conspiracy theory. he's not one of the otters like no. he's not a conspiracy theorist where they're like okay you're always saying something like this like oh you're always pretending to be famous so you're definitely lying about the death of us all right now and uh pb suggests because of this that uh swifty go see a particular medical practitioner you need to go see doc Quisley. no i don't like him i am with you swifty <laughs> that the way that that package like slowly got dragged into the, i like it was it freaked me out a little bit i'm with you i yeah. don't like him either he's kind of scary um, so Swifty goes back to the, uh, the delivery service and everything's melting now. The, the temperatures are rising and Magda needs Lemmy to, uh, to mop everything up. Lemmy, get mopping on it like a baby bonnet riding a comet. Oh yeah. Is, is, is that like a written line? Do you think, do you think? In the script, it said, I'm on it like a baby bonnet riding a comet. I don't know, because I had the thought <laughs> as he said that. I was like, what, what does that mean? Like, like, if you wrote that in the script, why did you do that? Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? No one can say. I, I don't know, but... These rising temperatures are the cause of a very specific uh, uh, natural occurring substance. Josh, do you know what this naturally occurring substance is called? The, the rising temperatures are causing it? No, the, the rising temperatures are caused by a caused naturally by occurring it. substance. What is this substance yeah. known as? Gas. Biolapegium erodithic dipsodium gas. B-A-D. Bad gas. Bad gas. At this point, I thought the movie might have been about global warming. I was like, oh, yeah. like, is this about just, like, people wanting to, like, exploit the Earth's resources and it's warming the Earth and that's bad? And, like, it is to some extent because, like, basically the 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 walrus is expediting global warming yeah. like that's his master plan so i guess it is to some extent being like global warming is bad but it's barely like kind of like gone into really yeah 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 it's really kind of weird because they do just sort of like throw in that like global warming is bad, which is good. Like that's right. a good message to impart to children, but yeah, for it's sure. not the, the theme of the movie in any way. Uh, yeah, they glossed over it real quickly. And uh, when you have the earth producing bad gas, you also have some, some ripe uh, comedic 
uh, moments for children. That smell! Like the planet made of poopy. We could write a kid's movie. We really could. I... It's so easy to write a kid's movie. That that line was, was one of the few in this movie where I was like, you have stooped too low. Like, everything yeah. else is just like, like that one, that one kind of hurt my, my heart a little yeah. bit. How much, how much did this movie make? Uh, $100 billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet you it made enough that we could survive on it for quite a while. Um, what, what would be your, your guess as to how much money this movie made? My guess before doing this podcast with you would be like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a little more after, than a dollar. After doing this podcast with you. Yeah. My genuine guess for how much this movie made would probably be like something ridiculous that's not like not a lot for movies, but like for this movie is too much, so probably like ten million. You are two hundred thousand dollars off, or actually one hundred twenty thousand nine point eight seven nine million dollars. Yeah, that's very about right. nearly I, ten million. I think it was deep that also made like ten million, and I was like, oh, so like that's just like if you make a movie, you mm-hmm. that's just like the minimum you get. Yeah, like that. That's when, when I saw Deep because that's happened a couple times where I'm like, this movie should have been like is a failure, and then we looked up the how much money, and it's been like ten or more million dollars, and I was like, that once we saw Deep, how much Deep made because Deep I think was also about ten million, and I like that's when I was kind of like, oh, like if you make a kids movie, you're getting ten million dollars from yeah. Me. Deep made almost eleven million. Okay, yeah. So like, if you're like ten, I guess it's just like the benchmark where like, if you put out a kids movie, you're <laughs> yeah. probably gonna get ten million dollars. And that like, that's a bad movie. You make ten million dollars. So like, week if dude, are you kidding me? Like, even like after production costs and all that, like ten million would last us just fine for just for for quite a long time. Well, that's the real question. I'm curious about what the budget for Arctic Dogs was. I it uh, can't. It can't have been ten million dollars. Oh my god! Do you want to guess what the budget for this movie was? Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. I. My guess. The animation was decent and and well the only thing that is hurting them for budget is the freaking all-star cast they had yeah yeah so and i guess that's probably a little bit more so probably uh, my my guess for budget is probably like six million dude i'm about to make you no longer want to make an animated movie it's above 10 yeah okay 15 50 50 50 50 million holy mackerel what was the okay look up the budget for deep i know that's not what this podcast is about but uh i am trying to find it uh 50 million dollars it took to make arctic dogs 
Deep's estimated budget uh, is in euros. So let me put it in dollars. Um, is that enough? Yeah. Deep's budget was 7.3 million. Damn, so only 4 million left over? Yeah, Deep, Deep made a little under 4. Arctic Dogs lost, lost. 40 million dollars. Right. Well, I, but how much of that was paying Heidi Klum and Jeremy Renner? It's got to be a lot because Deep doesn't have these big most. names and it's 40 million dollars cheaper. Yeah, it's I I bet you any money. Jeremy Renner, Heidi Klum, James Franco, etc. Also cost the them. the animation in Arctic Dogs is is a good step above Deep. Yeah, yeah true. But like I bet you any money like, like if you were just going to give me a list of the cast, tell me yeah. how much it would cost to hire that cast for anything, yeah. I would say 50 million dollars just off the bat just for that cast, just for yeah. those names. So like if you said, "Oh, you're going to have Heidi Klum, Jeremy Renner in a movie. How much are you going to pay? I'd say $25 million each for anything. So, like, with that whole cast, like, that's not... I bet you a majority of that was paying for those actors. Man, what a gig for those actors. Like, you get a ton of money, and then you make a bad movie, and then no one even sees it. So you're like, oh, great. Yeah, like, I don't even have to cares. worry about, like, <laughs> like people being like, you were in a bad yeah. thing. No one knows right. that it exists. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's one oh. of those IMDb things that you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? Like, when you're looking mm-hmm. on. Him. Yeah, that's that's actually terrifying, though. We should not make an animated movie. Well, let's just not hire Heidi Klum for ours. Let's just get you, me, my dad. I literally like was like when I when I was listening to like the Russian accent at Magda had like when because I was I was I has already been I had already been thinking like oh we can make a kids movie and then I, when I was listening to like some of the 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 ad voice acting I was yeah. like dude like me Ben and everybody that starred in Ben's films through college like could easily <laughs> like, could easily make a movie that's better quality than some of this voice acting like we could be we could do it just uh, i'm not even an actor and i could do voice acting better than freaking magda can you give me your best russian accent i don't have a russian accent in my in my tool belt but i bet you i would learn one better than magda if i had to <laughs> for a movie that was going to make me millions of dollars uh angelica houston is who you're currently insulting um well, she's trash what else has she been in Angelica Probably nothing Houston, that I've ever heard of. Uh, was in the 1991 Adams Family. Yep. Okay. Great. Uh, she was also in other movies. <laughs> she's in. She's in. This is Spinal Tap. Okay. So that's a real movie. Okay. She's in a movie called Buffalo '66. All right. So, you so, know, yeah, after our own hearts. Out. The Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. that's a real movie. That's a Wes Anderson okay. movie. Yep. Uh, you got you got, you got you got The Darjeeling Limited, another Wes Anderson. You got yeah. Tinkerbell and Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure. Oh. Okay. And Tinkerbell well. and the Legend of the Never Beast. Well, I guess I stand corrected. She's amazing, and I take back everything I said about her beautiful Russian accent. And John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. (laughs) 
Uh, and she played um, uh, extra number four. All, all of those. No, actually, in John Wick, she's like a real. She's she's a real character. She's pretty good in John Wick. I think she okay. plays like a, a a Russian person. No, I don't accept. Wow. You must have just really, really phoned it in for this movie. Must have been. She was married to Jack Nicholson for 17 years. Wow. Okay. Huh. Oh, but shit. Her dad like... is John Huston. Okay. That's a real person. Uh, she's like a real person in yep. Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, I take it all back. Um, hire me, please. <laughs> Damn. I thought it was one of those, just one of those people that they like, because I've never heard of her. So, like, there's just one of those people that, like, they just. <sighs> in one of these movies that you that did one movie and whatever but Josh, we really bungled it i gotta cut all this out <laughs> we're gonna get blackballed damn. damn yeah she's a real actual successful yeah because you started with those films and i was like okay well this is nothing but the the longer the later you got in that list the more i'm like okay well these are uh real movies and, <laughs> okay all right <laughs> okay and like okay well, Josh, Arctic Dogs is a movie, um, and we, we can keep talking about it, I guess. So Swifty and the conspiracy theorists see Otto von Walrus drilling for gas. They take some pictures. They head back to town, and they call a town meeting, um, and they're like, we got to do something about this, and we get what is, I think possibly the best line in the whole film right here she's with them who's them them are the same as they bad guess it's really just the end of that where where james franco just comes in and is like bad guess and i'm a big fan of it that wasn't even in the script he just was like let's just, <laughs> let's just do this we also have uh, another one of the uh, only for the parents references in this scene. I thought Paul was the walrus. Got a little Beatles reference. Yeah, and to be honest, um, pretty early in the movie, I was hoping for that. Pretty early when I realized the bad guy was going to be the walrus all movie, I was like, please make a I am the walrus joke. Yeah. And so I heard that and I was like, there it is. There it is. I was like, you can't, you can't not have, if you're talking about a walrus, you can't not reference I am the walrus. Cause what, what scenario you will ever talk about wal walry walruses than that song. I mean, deep comes and goes with no, I am the walrus references. Maybe that's why yeah. deep is such a garbage <laughs> picture. <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, it's Paul, <laughs> yeah, Ringo, um, something, I don't know what the next clip is from. It's, it says gas blasters. Inside, right next to the door, a wall of sleeping gas blaster. Where else did you put a man? <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny so that's their plan they're gonna steal the gas blasters and they're gonna put everybody to sleep and one of the characters is like what could go wrong and everything goes wrong because they get captured and they're captured yeah. with the arctic dogs and and then swifty's like oh my god we're with the arctic dogs we're fine but then the lead arctic dog is like again just so depressed and we get this but the truth is we just deliver the mail. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
Oh my god, it's so dark. It's so dour. Yeah. Also, why is this movie all about mail? It's all about mail. Do not understand. That was that was literally one of the last notes that I have in my in my notes app on my phone right now that I'm looking at is why is this all about mail? And this is this is 2019, so it's before the whole USPS, yeah, right, all that stuff. So it's not like save the mail system. Yeah, it's when it's when mail was just kind of mail, and like, yeah. okay, cool. Like, why is this all about mail? Why is there so many things about mail? Well, dude, I know why. It's because who's gonna tell Doc Grizzly? It's because of Doc Grizzly, man. <laughs> he needs the meds. Doc Grizzly, he needs the mail. Um, but too bad he can't order like in bulk. It's every yeah. single day. <laughs> he can't just like <laughs> you're like daily you're, like, supply of medicine, dude. You know that like you live in a refrigerator. You could probably just stick it outside and it would it would keep okay. <laughs> you can order more than one dose at a time, probably. <laughs> but Jade, who is there after she builds the thing for Otto von Waller, she gets put in a cage right next to Swifty, and Swifty gets some much needed encouragement because Swifty is just all about giving up because the Arctic dogs have given up. But she's like, you know what? I do it all for you, bro. And he's like, what? Literally, I love you? And then she has lockpicking skills and she gets everybody out. Uh, and she has this like super impassioned line that's definitely not the most dead that I've ever heard a person read a line. I came back for you, Swifty. For you. I came back for you, Swifty. You. For you. You. Oh my god. Yeah. Can't you just feel the love? For you. <laughs> For you. For you, Swifty. It is because I really love you. For I you. love you. For you. Love you. For you. <laughs> I love you. For you. <laughs> For you. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's uh, fine. But it, that gets through to Swifty. He's like, damn, this is so, like, so heartfelt. <laughs> um, and. When the time comes, she has picked the lock, but in order to save them, Lemmy has to do what he's never done before. He has to fly. Lemmy, fly. What? Oh, excuse me. No, not that fly. Lemmy doesn't understand. He thinks it's his his pants zipper. His zipper, yeah. Get it? Because it's called yeah. a fly. Why is that called a fly? Um, Because... All right. <laughs> Sorry. Is it because it makes like a little buzz sound? I don't know. See, Ben, typically, see, you know me too well because mm -hmm. typically what I would do when somebody asked me a question like that, mm -hmm. I'm pretty quick on my quick on my feet. Quick, I'm a pretty quick thinker. So yeah. typically I would make some bullshit up that's completely, completely wrong, but it would sound real. It would sound, yeah. it would sound a hundred percent real, but you know me too well. And I, and I, I was going to, that's why when I said, because I was going to <laughs> carry on, but I was like, Ben's going to see right through this. Ben's, Ben's going to know that I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But if you were, if you were anybody else that wasn't just a second copy of me, I would have made something up that sounded so good. Can you can you give the audience an example of what that might be? Yeah, I would have been like, because the zipper was invented in, I think, the southern Europe. And so 
the one of whatever country i don't know what country but whatever country invented it the the word for zipper starts with fli and so it's it starts with fly and so like of course the way language works we just adapted it and and we just started calling it fly um it's it translates into zipper but because of the way language is transported and the way language works we 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 call it fly because the the whatever whatever southern european language that it was in mm -hmm. originally was it started with f l i were the first three letters and so like fly whatever i'm not going to try to pronounce it but fly whatever the the yeah. longer word was it sounded like fly and so it's just like that's that's why it is fly was it was it yugoslavia or was it um was it Kazakhstan? I can't, I can't, I can't quite remember which one it was. Which country? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know, I, I know you don't I know. Don't... I'm just trying to kind of go through them in my head. Latvia, maybe? In Southern Europe, bro. Oh, Southern Europe, you said. I thought you said Eastern <laughs> Europe. No. On the, on the south coast of Europe. Yeah, the, the south coast of Europe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Italy. Yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't, yeah, Italy, Spain, one of those, one of those countries down low. You know, Spain. Yeah, the low. lower, yeah. the lower section of Europe, like Norway and and Sweden, kind of that, like on the on the lower, kind of like lower Europe is what it's called, I think yeah yeah so sub fly actually at fly sorry that's so here's the real one the fly actually refers to the piece of fabric that covers the zipper apparently mm -hmm. um because that must be french because it's, it's it's the you know the the fashion and the clothing industry and everything it says 19th century tailors use the term fly for a flap of cloth attached to at one end to cover right. an opening in a garment. Okay. All right. So there isn't, there really isn't a reason for it. They just saw it was like, we're gonna call that fly. It's less satisfying than what I said. That is less satisfying. But uh... the, the, there, there's not a reason for it. It was just because they decided. That's cool. But if you didn't know me, if you didn't know that I had no yeah. idea what the fuck I was talking about, like that's believable. Totally, completely. It's just a, it's just, it's just a language thing, and like the the way language is translated. Because like, how many things do we actually have that are called what they're called because of a weird language sharing yeah. thing? Million. Like so, there's so many things that I can't think of any examples right now. But like, there's so many things that we call in English that are like just taken from their foreign language roots. That we're just like, why do we call it that? Oh, because like it's called that in a different language, and we just kind of like took it. I believe it. Speaking of believing, would you believe that Arctic Dogs isn't over yet? Oh, I wouldn't wouldn't believe it. If well, you told me they escape from the thing, and then there's a epic battle at the town where they they fight all the little puffins and it's exploding i actually kind of like that scene i thought it was kind of funny just to see the puffins just blow up every time they got hit with a snowball <laughs> that was kind of funny does just poof, poof, left and right so swifty has been fighting this whole time to be seen but does he use his natural traits in this scene josh uh i actually i was so disappointed in myself at this moment because 
I should have in my this is the only big part of the plot that I didn't see coming that I should have seen coming in my original prediction two seconds mm. into the movie. I I, yeah. I should have like I was like, oh man, how did I not predict that his invisibility that he hated in the first lines of the movie was gonna be a good thing in the end? That was the only thing that I didn't write down. And like, of course, of course it is. I'm so mad at myself. I'm like, I should have I should have had that written down already. You really fucked it up, man. Really fucked it up. I shouldn't even be doing this fucking podcast. No, you should know anything not. about bad kids movies. We also get another just classic moment that's in every single thing, which is when uh, Swifty successfully starts the self destruct sequence on the big um, doomsday machine. Mm. Otto von Walrus is like, please, like save me, and. Um, Swifty tries to. Is that a good idea, Josh? No. Is it ever? No. 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 He gets betrayed, and Otto von Walrus throws a, a pipe at him, and then yeah. and then just like the whole thing explodes. Well, they're both still well, they're on both it. on it, and they're both fine. <laughs> they're both completely fine. Yeah. Everybody reacted really harshly to the prospect of it exploding with them on it and then yeah. it explodes with them on it and nothing happens yeah. to either of them it's totally fine um but after it explodes and they're totally fine uh we get my last clip which is when otto von walrus is like hey puffins we can rebuild we can try this again like it's not over and the puffins have this in response all right guys that's it we're out of here they could talk the whole time freaking puffins man freaking puffins man freaking puffins oh the puffins about it about it though (laughs) (laughs) and then i i I really thought that they were gonna do like i didn't i didn't think this but i was like oh this would have been a wild twist to a children's movie like the, the where where Dark Knight Rises should have ended <laughs> when the thing blew up and like everybody's just like he's dead now and like wow like all right and he's just dead and we just got to move on and we're alive and he's dead okay like I I which is where Dark Knight I I think Dark Knight Rises yeah. should have ended there and just like left him dead because that would have been a sweet ending to the trilogy but anyways I really thought like I I didn't think I really wanted them to like end it there and be like all right like he saved us and he's dead with the walrus they're both dead and that's just <laughs> it like, like it explodes and they're just like damn <laughs> okay and they just move on that's, that's the, <laughs> like how that would have been sick and twisted like it. movie, but like but like i really just like because when it exploded there was a split second between when it exploded to when they shot up like rockets yeah. out of the in that split second my mm-hmm. head went there and i was like i was like oh shit <laughs> Like, because, like, in my head, like, they were going to, like, jump off and, like, do, a, like, a slow-mo jump as it exploded behind yeah. them or some shit like that. But, like, it exploded, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, did they just actually die? It's like, badass, <laughs> Arctic dogs, <laughs> badass. <laughs> yeah, did did Swifty just save the town and get killed in the process? Like, did he just, did he just <laughs> sacrifice his life for this mail service? Like, goddamn. No, they didn't. No, he is fine. Because it's a kid's movie, so they can't do that. Josh, can you can you describe to us how the film does in fact end? 
Ezra in a lot of ways, but they freaking mailed the walrus to prison. Like, why is everything about mail? Everything. Do not about understand. Mail. Why does mail revolve around, or why does entire life evolve revolve around mail? Why am I struggling so much with this sentence? <laughs> why? <laughs> you know what I mean. Why does their entire system everything. and way of life revolve around the post office? I do not get it. They mailed him to prison. Uh, and Swifty completely prison. revitalized and revamped the postal service in the uh, Arctic. Didn't, didn't see that coming within the first 30 seconds of the film. <laughs> and now they're not called the Arctic dogs. They're called the Arctic animals. No, they're the top yeah. animals. It's yeah. not oh, top, yeah. top dog. Top, it's top, yeah. animal. top animals. Top animals. The, the old crew, the old dogs get to go live in paradise and the the yep. rest of the group just still has to work um, and that's 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 nice for those dogs though because like oh, it's nice that yeah. they go to, it's, it's nice that they go together like yeah. it's nice that, like oh yeah like we work together and then we're gonna go to retirement together like that's cute because like that usually doesn't happen in the world but like oh that's sweet that's, that's they like sweet. did this job together and they got arrested and went to prison together and they almost died together and so they retired together that's nice that's really nice and PB is now like the fitness guru <coughs> at the at the mail place, and and Swifty is just kind of like the manager. Like it doesn't seem like he goes out and does oh, deliveries. He do anything? Yeah, which is ironic because that's all he's ever wanted to do. So he does not get to live his dream, but he does get to hug oh. Jade at the end. Yep. He gets a nice mm -hmm. hug. Not a kiss, even though they kissed in they the did kiss earlier. point of the movie, which is, again, I was just like, oh, okay. Mm. Is our, I'm watching, like, this is borderline <laughs> mor morally wrong to, to sit here and watch <laughs> the, these two animated foxes kiss each other. Uh, and with this happy ending, we will transition into our newest segment on When It's Convenient. A segment that I am calling the segment where um, Abigail joins us. <laughs> um, so, Josh and Abigail and audience, this segment is one that I will come up with the name of right now. It's called Figure Out What the Fuck This Movie's About Using Only the Clips That We've Recorded That Do Not Actually Paint a Good Picture of What the Movie Is About. Dang, I like this. So, so Abigail has a little leg up because she mm -hmm. did get to sort of kind of see the first like 30 minutes, but like not really paying attention. Um, so, but... You have to describe the plot of the film after I play for you every single clip. And you can ask for an extra helping hand because I have an additional clip. Um, you know what? Don't ask for the extra helping hand. That We'll say that for the end. That'll be a fun little outro. So no extra helping hand. You only have the clips available to you. You cannot phone a friend. You have no friends. Here we go. Starting with this. When put to the test, deliver your best. Arctic Strong! Strong. 
So, who's gonna be a good boy? Who's gonna be top dog? Oh, that's you. And look at me. No, no, that's you. Top dog. You are. Top dog! I think I'm gonna lose a pound. Do you think Jay would ever go out with a fox like me? Really? Now you're talking about this? She's been back for a year now and you haven't done anything. Arctic strong. Yeah, Arctic yeah. strong. Arctic strong. It's nobody's perfect. Hmm. I must say I'm impressed. That's about as efficient a delivery as you find anywhere. So I would say that's act one. Can you tell us what act one is like? <laughs> okay, so I saw, I'd say then, based off of this, most of act one. However, I really wasn't paying that much attention. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. somehow listening to those clips has made me more confused about what the premise of act one was sure. than actually watching the film. Um, so you have... Sparky, yep, the, the perfect fox. <laughs> um, so far, so good. He's he's not a dog. They make that very clear, like twelve times. Um, he wants to be a a, a a sled dog. They have some fancy name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that was definitely just in those clips. A big big dog. Top dog, like top dog, top dog. He wants to be a top dog. Large dog packages. But um, the top dogs hate their job, um, and nice. there's also some other fox who, I guess, according to those clips, has been back for a year. I don't know where she went. Mm -hmm. um, she went on uh, to grad school, I guess. She's a, Basically. a an inventor, engineer, and uh, he he likes her, and then <laughs> she has something that I guess at one point he gave to her. I missed that part of the movie. Um uh, so he wants to ask her out on a date, and then he delivers a package for her, and she's like, wow, and that's act one. Yo! <laughs> Have the walrus and puffins come in yet? Was that in act one? Uh, yes, we've already seen them Yo, during those clips. The what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did watch Wallace some of Act Puffins One, so that's my, why I, my... I think I think she filled in some of what was already known. That was almost um, exactly right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, what? Was she actually at grad grad school? Was that? Um... I mean, more or less. Like, yeah, she was like traveling the world, like getting knowledge, and then she decided <laughs> to come back. Um, what the fuck? All right, all right. <laughs> Well, I think it's about to get a little I bit more a that, difficult. Though. Yeah, it's about to get a lot less uh, accurate in about Damn. five seconds. I, I wish I didn't know that you had seen that. Because <laughs> before I knew that, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Anything like <laughs> just those 10 little clips and you described perfectly what's happened to the movie up to this point. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That was nuts. All right. I think I think you're blind from here on out, though. So we'll see how I, this goes. I truly am. That was about it. Also, right. before we move on, yeah, uh, I would like to point out um, how um, I don't love that she said that uh, they make it very clear that he's not a dog because it definitely took me way too long to recognize that he wasn't a dog. Sometimes <laughs> they say he's just a fox, and he even comments at one point, he's like, just a fox. They yeah. keep saying that or whatever. It, yeah, I definitely watched, like, at least a third of the movie before I was like, oh, they're not all dogs. Like, I actually thought the whole movie was just about dogs for 
a decent amount after seeing like mice and stuff i still thought some somehow in my head like it didn't register and i still was like this movie's about dogs <laughs> and then and then like a third of the way of the movie the third of the way through i was like oh there's other animals here so i don't like that you said how clear they make it that they're he's not a dog because it wasn't that clear that was Apparently. truly almost my only <laughs> takeaway is right. uh that he wants to be a sled dog and the sled dogs yeah. don't want to be sled dogs and um he's just a fox all right well be bad in act two so i can feel better I'll here try. we go we're going in Whew, that's a lot of feet if there's a pumper perhaps a puppet who's gonna tell doc grizzly i'm not <laughs> any problem and mind that not moose mind that caribou I hope someone figures out why all the beavers have Italian accents. Ciao, bello! It's a little aggressive for a camera ratio. Goodbye! You're flying high, bro! This is your night! Enjoy it! There's the guy! Come on, buddy! It's showtime! Don't you yearn for the burn? I'm getting ready to blast my abs and max my glutes. All right, so why don't we just go through these one at a time, <laughs> Abigail, and why don't you just take us through what's going on in the story? So, so can you give us, can you please, I'm begging you, can you please give us the context for this clip? Whew, that's a lot of feet. Please. I can't remember. I literally have no idea. So something that was not in the last clips you showed me, but I did see before I left the room was that the like top dogs are taken out by the walrus or whatever. Mm. Um, and that was when I left. Mm -hmm. So I, the only thing I have context for is the like, not a moose, but a caribou thing. Right, right. Um, so I understand that, but I, I truly have nothing for the rest my only guess based on what you have shown me and this is not for the feet but just overall Ooh, um that's a lot of the <laughs> the only thing that i'm gonna throw out there is that um he somehow gets together with fox lady and um they are gonna get married and the this is your night is like his bachelor party mm, yeah yeah what about so who who do you think says this line? If there's a pumper, perhaps a puffin. I have no idea. How would she um, possibly guess that? I mean, I, also, I just want to just... know what that voice conjures up. <laughs> you know, as a character that you've never seen, like who's saying that? Uh, can I hear it one more time? If there's a pumper, perhaps a puffin. I'm going to say that she needs to be like a penguin. Hmm. Mm. Uh, does this penguin have any attire on? Yeah, she's in like lederhosen or something like that. Interesting. But like with a winter coat on top. You would say that that's a German accent? I think that's what they're trying. I, th I wouldn't say it's a German accent. <laughs> You know, but I'd say that was what the the writers intended. Here's here's the weird thing. I think you're correct. However, yeah. I think both of those characters are in berets. They are. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, play one more time. If there's a pumper, perhaps a puffin. Yeah, yeah. 
But but I think they are supposed to be German because there's a line later about some there's some I don't remember what it is I don't have a clip of it but there's some German related line um, later on that one of these they're otters by the way um, oh. you know Arctic otters uh, <laughs> yeah yeah of course so uh, you might be able to figure out the context for this clip what's going on here who's gonna tell Doc Grizzly ah no 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 problem. <laughs> I have so many questions about the number of accents in this film. So we've got the the caribou has like some strange uh trying to be Slavic accent that is um awful. Mm -hmm. We have the German question mark uh otter people. Yeah. We have um Spanish being spoken. We have that clip you played me about why the beavers have Italian accents. Um I'd I'd have a lot of questions as the when it's convenience resident linguist um <laughs> as to uh what what is happening. Is that mean, Spanish and not Italian? I think it's Italian, right? Wait, play it. Who's gonna tell Doc Grizzly? Ah, no, 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 problem. It's, because, yeah, it's Italian. Because then this comes I up hope later. someone figures out why all the beavers have Italian accents. It's Italian, but it sounds more like Spanish than Italian. Well, I was just sitting here thinking like, oh, please let it be true that their lines were Spanish, even though they clearly wanted them to be Italian beavers. Like, please <laughs> let, like, let it be like Italian was too complicated for anybody to learn, so they were just like, Spanish is close enough, and they just made all the, the lines in Spanish. It genuinely, it, I feel like they've got someone who like speaks Spanish or something to read the Italian lines then. Because just when you played all the clips, my brain was like, all right, I guess there's Spanish in this movie because I wasn't listening that well. But that's what it sounds like. Uh, Abigail, can I, can I give you a lot of help? Yes, please. I thought there's I couldn't phone a this friend. Crazy uh, here it is. There's this crazy walrus with robotic legs and a British accent. I know, weird already, right? Okay, it gets better. Now they're holed up in a secret fortress filled with adorable yet evil little puffins and they're building a huge machine, which I think may have something to do with the rising temperatures. And I saw harnesses in a garbage can, which makes me 90% sure the top dogs have been dog-napped and there are sleeping gas blasters. It's weird, man, I'm just telling you. I sound like I'm crazy, don't I? Does that help? That's... <laughs> it should. Um, uh, not that much. Um, not that, much. <laughs> that's that's uh that's that's the uh, entire movie up to where we are right now. That's literally the entire plot of what we what we have watched up to this point. The whole thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, I just want to throw out, is it, is it possible that I just, um, hurt, hurt a plant a little bit? <laughs> you ripped off a whole stalk from it. Oh boy. Yeah. So that maybe is a pitch for it being not there. I mean, to be fair. Yep. In Abigail's defense, I mean, I'm not saying that there's any. I'm not saying that it's not fully my fault. You 
I'm just saying that the, it was questionable. Its placement was questionable. And it's, I mean, like, really, we should really be Ben proofing the apartment more than anything. Like, that's that's the name of the game. Actually, that's yeah. the argument right there, yeah, isn't that, that it's is, in a bad yeah. place. Is that I right. need to take extra precautions, so, yeah. like yeah. the mother of a newborn or someone with a puppy. Well, I mean, yeah. I had 30 seconds to go over there, do a dumb bit, and come yeah. back before the clip was even done. It was pretty impressive. And I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was I'm really say sorry about the plant. I was gonna say it's also an argument as to why maybe you shouldn't sprint into a room and then sprint out of the room without being careful of what your surroundings are. I think our downstairs a, neighbor would probably agree. There's an argument. Do our you upstairs neighbor would not. Do you sprint into your neighbor's apartments? No, I'm just saying that I'm sure she can hear the uh the Oh the running, running. yeah. <laughs> but our upstairs neighbors uh love to run around. They it's like their favorite activity. <laughs> they do laps for sure. My upstairs neighbor is an eighty five year old pothead, so he doesn't do do much running around. Uh regardless, Abigail, do you wanna go into act three now or do you think you like do you think you can kinda of tell us where we're at? Like what what do you what do you need right now from me? I just feel like I don't have much more than where I feel like I left, which is uh, the walrus has taken down the top dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still have a lot of questions, but maybe they're questions that will never be answered. Um, such as, you know, why do the Italian beavers exist? Why are the puffins German? Question mark? Um, or they're not puffins. They're otters. Otters. It's too many animals. It's a lot of animals. Well, you know, so let's many. let's finish also, this thing out. Also, are the out. puffins supposed to be the, like the minions of this film? Yes. Was that like what the marketing sure move was here? Was like we're gonna Without overtake the minions, but with puffins? Yeah, you are you are a hundred percent correct. All right. Well, I'm gonna play the rest of the clips, and then you're gonna tell us every single thing about this movie, and you're not gonna miss a detail. All right? Yeah. Great. For years, you've been stretching the truth to get attention. That's why. And quite frankly, I've had enough. You need to go see Doc Grizzly. No! I don't like him! Let me get my thing. On it like a baby bonnet, riding a comet. Oh, yeah. Biolapedium erodithic dipsodium gas. B-A-D. Bad gas. That smell! It's like the planet made of poopy. She's with them. Who's them? Them are the same as they. Bad gas! I thought Paul was the walrus. Inside, right next to the door, a wall of sleeping gas blaster. Where else did you put a man? But the truth is, we just deliver the mail. I came back for you, Swifty. For you. Lemmy, fly! What? Oh, excuse me. No, not that fly! Alright, guys, that's it. We're out of here. You can talk! And that's the whole movie. I <laughs> actually think I have it for you this time. All right. So um, let me try to piece together everything and just listen to. Um, Hand it over. So definitely um, Swifty, not Sparky, that's his name, um, nice. is all like, yo, you guys, the, the walrus has this really evil plan. Like he got rid of the top dogs or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like you have something wrong with your brain. You have to go talk to doctor, whatever his name is, um, who Swifty, I guess, doesn't like. Maybe he has had some past experiences with this mm -hmm. um, psychiatrist he's going to be sent to see. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's a whole lot of bad gas. I guess maybe that's oh, yeah. what took out um, the top dogs. That'll be my guess there. Um, the red fox, literally don't know what her name is, but um, grad school. It's Jack's last Jones. name. Jack who? The only Jack. <laughs> <laughs> sorry ben (laughs) i thought that was gonna work for you oh okay it's jade got it thank you um so so you got jade she's all like um he he's being put away for his absurd thoughts or whatever and he's like uh, blah, blah 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 says something about her and she's like I came back for you and that's like the reveal that there's romance so maybe they weren't getting married before um guess that wasn't a bachelor party um but she's all like I love you came back for you um he's put away or something um uh somehow eventually um the top dogs are okay again and he talks to them and is probably like why didn't you stop the bad gas plan? Like, you guys are heroes. I looked up to you. And they're all like, we only deliver the mail, son. We were never special. But you are. You're special. And then he and his friends roll in to go and stop the walrus. Um, and they stop him. And then, I don't know when the fly rolls up, but um, I'm going to say that the end shot is like, they're all hanging out together. And the fly, like, flies up to the screen and like breaks the third wall and says whatever it was he just said and then it cuts to swifty (laughs) and then it cuts to swifty being like wait oh my god you talk and all the children erupt in laughter at least that's what the writers thought i would say that's arctic dogs that is about 100 percent correct (laughs) oh yeah um well with okay well maybe one or two i didn't go to film school for nothing (laughs) it's pretty close it's pretty it's pretty good yeah so he doesn't he doesn't like get put away in a in a mental hospital it's more so just like his friend is like you're going crazy and he's like no i'm not and then that doesn't really come back too much um and then he like gets evidence of what's going on, what the evil walrus is doing, and then he brings it to the whole town, and they're like, "Okay, cool, like we buy it." Um, and then yeah, there's bad gas, which I don't know. I guess like it's the same color. I'm talking to Josh now because he's seen the whole movie. Is the bad gas the sleeping gas? Oh God, uh, no. Yeah. I was wondering that based on the audio clips because I was like, oh, what is the bad gas? And then I thought maybe... I guess it's natural but... gas from the earth that you yeah, use, the walrus, you use the walrus's power, plan but... is to is to basically induce extra fast global warming. Yeah, it's just global warming. It's a film this about global warming. This is deep all over again. Every movie is this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um and yeah, you got it right where where he talks to the top dogs. Like they're they basically they all get captured like the top dogs and uh he's like, 
you guys are amazing. We can get out of here because you're here. And they're like, no, we just deliver the mail. And they don't say that he's special. They're just like, okay. we're all just fucked. We're going to die here. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, it's over. And then roll, Jade roll the comes in and she incredibly passionately is like, I came back for you, for you. And Swifty's <laughs> like, yeah. Like fluctuations in her voice. No. Like when I was watching, I several times was like, she delivers her lines the same way every time and every time they are emotionless. Uh, and then, yeah, this is, I don't know how you didn't get this because we had a lot of clips from the whole final battle, but there's a massive battle where there's snowballs and, uh, Swifty uses his ability to like mm. basically turn invisible and he what, causes, what? he, he puts a self-destruct thing and it, it explodes and then he dies, but he doesn't die. And then the walrus, uh, needs Swifty to save die. him, but it's a twist. And then the walrus gets mailed to jail and. <laughs> And then Swifty entirely revamps the postal service and the polar bear becomes the um, fitness training coach and the otters become the safety inspectors and then the movie ends and Swifty does not get to do his dream job, but he's oh. still happy. Why? I don't know. Okay. Um, I have a few questions for you after that. Yeah. Um, do Swifty and Heidi Klum do the deed? Yes, they do. It's in graphic <laughs> detail. Graphic detail. Credits are animal okay. porn. <laughs> it's okay. it's very furry friendly. Wow, there is you could definitely find those images somewhere. That's why I loved it so much. Uh, what are your um, questions, please? What happens to the the caribou antagonist from the beginning? She's good. We like her. Yeah, she's totally fine. Agnes, she was just kind of a, she was just kind of like a harsh boss. Like, she wasn't like bad guy. She was just kind of like, you're a fox, not a dog, so you can't be a dog. And, but then, then when the dogs all get arrested, she's like, okay, you can be a dog. And then things work out for her. She's fine. We like her. Okay. Okay. Um, what was it? What happens to the dodo bird that is clearly not okay? Uh, not a dodo. Not a dodo. Okay, what? An albatross. That makes more sense. When I was watching it, I was like, who is this bird? He's James, uh, James freaking Franco. He, uh, yeah, he's just kind of there. And he, he, oh, he learns to fly, basically, is, is his oh. arc. He learns okay. to fly. I would just ask you guys really quick to look at the, uh, the Discord chat. Oh, oh no! Uh, I'm uncomfortable. Well, I will. I, I did tell you that these images would exist somewhere. I I will just say. Believed you without I will seeing it. I will just say, <laughs> I chose the tamest of all images. I believe you. I believe you. I have a question about this image as well, and that's what are the hands? Where where are they coming from? Um. <laughs> You're Ooh, asking the right questions because there are no hands like that anywhere in Arctic Dogs. There are no disembodied hands that do anything. Um, okay. In fact, I think, feel like this is a missed opportunity to have the, the um, uh, Otto von Walrus mechanical hands pulling down the pants. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, 
for the audience, you won't be able to see this picture, but it is a it is a behind <laughs> shot of Swifty getting his trousers uh, pulled down by disembodied hands, and we can see his full thick rump. Uh, and it is flushing a little. It is of all images that come up for this search, it is easily the safest for work. What uh? What search bed? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's, 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 so it's it's arctic <laughs> it's arctic dogs and then a four letter word that starts with p okay um abigail's about to do it right now yeah i, I am, I'm I about am to not. google i have I, to know there's there's yeah it's just like it's exactly what you would expect, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, what like you I can, would expect, and, and I feel like I can imagine it without having to see it. No, yeah, you definitely don't have to see it. I feel like for the audience, it's it's better to leave it up to the imagination. What I have realized at this point wow. is that I did a real big mistake, and I looked it up without changing to a <laughs> private browser. So this is in my search history now. Yeah, if we you're... match now. If our apartment gets looted, they're gonna find on not one but both. Both computers in the apartment. Um, this so couples that watch animal porn together stay. Together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh god! So that's basically Arctic Dogs. It was panned by critics. Uh, Got and smacked by critics way too much. And I mean, it wasn't the, yeah, good. The, the truth is, it's just fine. It's just fine. It doesn't not deserve a thirteen. Abigail. Yes. Scale of one to ten. Can you rate a, uh, rate this movie for us? Um, uh, with the little bit that I saw and then what I just learned about it, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it like a a four. Okay. Heck yeah. yeah. I'll accept that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, could you rate? my run into your office and then destroying a plant and then running out of the office on a scale of one to 10 as well. Uh, negative four, negative four, but a little bit like, I mean, I'm just kind of curious about your rating system because like I did do that and I did do that well. (laughs) And so if it's a question of like how well that act was carried out, I would say I did a pretty good job. Um, yeah, so uh, just to give you some insight, um, sure. I would say that uh, murder mm-hmm. um, slash destruction of my poor plant who only arrived here yesterday yeah. Um, yeah. definitely brought you down a few yeah. a few points. Um, but the plant was like $5, right? Uh, it was a little bit more than $5, um, mm. I would say. Hmm. 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 But like when you rip off like a whole stalk of a plant, you can just replant that and it'll just grow still. Hmm. Right? Mm, I would say no. <laughs> hmm. Um all right. Well, okay. That's all the time we have today for Arctic Dogs. Wait, I got one more question. Did Please. the movie end just as I said with the fly like flying up and breaking the third? Uh, that was not a fly. That was the puffins. The puffins are revealed to be able to talk at the end. 
Cordoba the fly was they told the bird you got it because Lemmy the bird the whole movie was like yeah I don't fly I'm too scared of it or whatever and like oh. that but they were when they were trapped in the walrus's cave they were like dude if you don't fly we're all gonna be dead very quickly and so he was like they were like fly but then they had to make a joke that he thought of his zipper was down he was like oh zip they were like no not that fly fly all right all right I see yeah it's really good so. We will close this show as we close all shows with what I was going to play as your wow. secret secret hint. Um, this is a song that is included during Arctic Dogs, sung by Jeremy Renner himself. I don't even know if I remember this. Uh, and I have thrown in a couple of uh, additions along the way. Um, so, signing off now... Uh, where can everybody find you guys uh, on the internet if, if people want to search you up? Josh, where can you where can you be located? You can find me at YouTube www.http wait http colon backslash backslash www.youtube.com backslash where the presidents. You don't actually search that. You will not come to our channel if you search that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no. The Go only to, way yeah. to find us is to in the search bar type in and you have to type in all of this. If you type in we're the president's pajama Sam, one of the videos that comes up will be us. Yeah. Other than that, good luck. Impeccable marketing. Uh yeah. so we're the, we're the I'm on a, I'm on a YouTube channel with 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 another person named Ben and he's mm -hmm. also on this podcast and we're the presidents and that's the only internet presence I have. I also have a Twitter but you'll never know. <laughs> Abigail, where can people find you? Um if people enjoyed my um my what I brought to this podcast, they will uh hate my internet presence. I'm um YouTube, Instagram, all of the things, polyglot progress. I talk about languages and language learning. Uh, and if you would so like to do it about it, uh, you can email us and give us some questions uh, at convenientpodcast at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-V-E-N-I-E-N-T-P-O-D-S-C-O-Q-Q-Q-4-4 at gmail.com. Um, good luck with that one. Uh, the latest email to uh, that is, uh, did DeWalt 20-volt max cordless meet your expectations? So thanks for sending that in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hope to talk to you soon on Love that it, email. It. Yeah, man, it was, it's a good drill. Sweet. Uh, okay. You can find me at facebook.com slash Facebook, and I will also be available on the internet at www.com.com. <laughs> um, so hit me up there. Thanks for if, being so accessible, Ben. It's so easy if, to find you online. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to keep the, the URL short and snappy. Um, in actuality, you can listen to another podcast called Board and Savior Podcast that has put out one episode in about six months if you'd like to. Uh, no new episodes are planned, so enjoy that one episode while you can. And with that, that's the, the podcast crew signing off once again. Hashtag believe it or not. <laughs>
Hashtag goodbye for another four years. Uh, and here's our little closing song. It's called Believer by Jeremy Johnston Renner III. I smash my Who's gonna tell Doc Grizzly? Been playing by the rules, but they don't apply to me. They always say I don't belong. Arctic Strong! People always told me that I'd never mean a thing. I'm just trying to prove them wrong. Not down! Just let me get on my feet. Nobody's perfect. Just give me a chance and I'll show you I can lead. Cause I don't wanna let me get flying high, bro. Just trying to prove you've got nothing left to lose. I'll be here so sleeping gas clouds. Where else did you put a man?